Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes as usual. We have our Evening with Medium events coming up on December 13th, which is 100% sold out thanks mm. to all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't released our 2020 dates just yet, but stay tuned. They will be out in time for Christmas. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. It is available at the website by sarlo.com. So there you will find our first show in a series of five. The other four can be found at patreon.com slash by Sarlo. Well done. There you go. Okay. And then last but not least, we have gift certificates and personal sessions available. You can contact us uh, via telephone or through the website. You can send a submission form um, and request certain dates and times that you'd like. Wonderful. Good. Yeah. Okay. Moving into today's show. You ready? As ready as I'm going to (laughs) be. Okay. You're the one that prepares for these, not me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I asked the guides what they would like, and they said that they wanted a feel-good show, so I sure as shit hope that this is what this is going to make you feel when we're done with it. We'll find out. (laughs) Or at least during it at different points. This is a client named Rachel. She called from England, so we have a telephone conversation for her session. And after getting through consent, Rachel says to me, um, I'd just like you to tell me what you get about Ada. And I said, okay, how long have I got? And she goes, the full half hour. I just want to know what you get about Ada. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. So I check in with Ada's spirit, and she says to me, well, first of all, you and I have to ask them the Are spirit. Are you dead or alive? Yeah. And I think that's really cool. So I asked her if she was dead or alive, and she goes... <laughs> She goes, well, take a look. And so she's got one of those things that you hang around your neck, Kelly, like um, name tag, you know, the plastic ones? Yeah. And it says in. And then she flips it to out. <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay. I asked if you were dead or alive and you're going in and out. And she goes, exactly. Creative. <laughs> yes. I, I liked her sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And how she's trying to get a message across. So I giggled a little bit, and Rachel says, what's, what's funny? And I said, well, she tells me that she's not dead or alive, but that she's in and out. And she, she starts to giggle. Oh, good. And she goes, oh, my God. And I told her about the name tag hanging around her neck. Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay, I can really appreciate this because it is a sense of humor that Ada would totally enjoy. Um, it's unique in its deliverance. And she says, but that's also accurate in that she is in and out. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, okay. So I said to Ada, can you explain to me you're in and out? And she goes, yeah. She says, I'm I'm bedridden. And she says, "Um, I do come in and out. So she says, I sleep for long periods of time. And sometimes my brain fritzes on me, and I guess we could call this a kind of dementia, although she doesn't say specifically to me, this is Alzheimer's, she says it's dementia. So I'm just going to leave that for, for what that is. And she says, sometimes I'm just totally spot on, and I'm in, and I'm totally enjoying things, and I know exactly where I am and what's happening. And at other times, um, I'm really out in the sense that I'm not out and awake, I'm out because I'm sleeping. And I'm thinking, is that dementia? So there, there was a little bit there that I was confused about, and I, 
I hope that it gets resolved during the session because I can't totally, mm-hmm. I don't totally understand it yet. But anyway, so she she says this, and Rachel can confirm that. And I said to Ada, "Who's Rachel?" And she goes, "Oh, she's a nurse practitioner." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." So I said, "Well, that'll give me an affirmation." You asked the dead person who the alive person was. Well, she's not dead. Pardon me. You asked the spirit. Yeah, that you're talking to who yeah. the person on the phone was. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I do a Instead lot. Instead of asking the spirit who she is to Rachel, you asked who Rachel was. I did. Okay. I do that a lot so, because I want an affirmation. Mm-hmm. So she says, well, she's a nurse practitioner. And I said, oh, I like how you're identifying her mm-hmm. in some aspect of her life. I can use that as a validation when she when I have to give her other information that I can't validate. Mm-hmm. And you and I do that frequently. Yeah. It's part of our... I'll say our policies and procedures manual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, she, I said, um, so does she come to see you? Like, because I don't understand the relationship. And she goes, yeah, she comes to see me. So I said, okay, <laughs> that's fine. I said, what else do you want to tell her? She says, I really would like to tell Rachel that I'm ready to die. I said, okay, I can do that. Um, do you want to say anything with that? Like, what do I do with that kind of statement? Because that's an awkward moment. Well, yeah, especially if you don't like yet know the relationship, if Rachel has that power to make that decision or not. Everything. Um, so I said, okay, Ada, like, give me a little bit of information all together so that I can um, say all of it mm-hmm. and, and so that things can have relevance for Rachel. And she says, okay. She says, I lived my life... Um, really believing in my integrity was the most important thing. And she said, really living in the moment, being able to be a good listener. She said, I didn't come by that at a very young age, but once I got it, it stuck. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what a beautiful statement, mm-hmm. because she's talking about the fact that we can hear something, we can read it in a book, we can watch the video, we can listen to the podcast, and it doesn't stick. And she's talking about that sticky brain when it's healthy stick. Not when it's the unhealthy stickiness of, I'm too fat. Mm-hmm. I should lose weight. I'm depressed. I'm, I'm, I'm. Mm-hmm. Or nobody likes me. Or there's no reason to live. Like, she doesn't go into the unhealthy stick. She decides, no, there's brains are going to be sticky. So I got to make sure that I watch and filter what's going to come in and make sure that it's a good stick. And I just I just remember thinking that's worth that's really worth listening to. And then applying because too many of us are listeners and not I was going to say applicators. <laughs> well, I think some of us really are tools, useless tools. So an applicator is a great word. <laughs> Good? Yeah. For my dark humor, sure. Okay, good. She says, I really um, made sure that I listened and that I didn't cross boundaries and I didn't feel a need to. She said, I didn't feel a need to fix. I thought other people were going to figure out their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I gave them the benefit of the doubt that they would want to. <laughs> uh-huh. 
And I'm listening to Ada going, I just want to spend my day with you. I just want to spend my morning. How long can I stretch out this half an hour? She goes, so this is, you can tell Rachel these things about me. She knows me, that she knows this. So I thought, okay. So I said all of those things to her. And she said, this is so spot on. She says, you are so validating for me that she's ready. So I said, Ada, is this what you mean by you're ready? And she goes, Karen, I've been ready to die for 30 years. And I'm like, oh, you mean that you lived each moment and each day of your life ready because you lived presently. Hmm. Because you knew what foresight meant. Mm -hmm. She understood what regret would cost. And she goes, that's right. Very cool. Yeah. So very, she's very cool coming off the heels of a show not too long ago called Prone to Regret. Right. Yeah. I think it was about three weeks ago now. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. A, a nice contrast. Mm-hmm. So she said, you know, Karen, I just assumed people would want to clean up their own messes, would want to self-reflect, would want to make changes, and that if they truly didn't, hmm? Not my problem. Yeah. Well, because what she's talking about is desiring ease. And I think a lot of us learn that many people don't want ease. They want the drama. They want anxiety. They want something to stress about. It fills Mm -hmm. voids. Oh, totally. Drama fills voids. Yeah. Especially if you're not really, truly bothering to actually connect to anybody. That's the void, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That's what we're saying. Yes, we're (laughs) totally... Hey, babe, partnership. (laughs) So she said, I just, I really lived that and it wasn't hard. Because if people are listening to this going, well, that's really hard to live like that. I don't know. Not when you're consistent. It's hard when you're inconsistent. Yes. You're doing a beautiful job. Thank you. Of like channeling Ada because you're literally putting in all those little extras that I know are truly Kellyisms, because you you can live this way. Thank you. And I truly also know that Ada would be one of your friends if she were on Earth, mm. or she would be your boss, mm. or she would be your coworker or mm. your employee, because that is an energetic marriage. Very cool. And so Ada's really, truly talking about, and I'm going to refer to those as energetic partnerships, because she, she referred to it as a marriage. So that's, you know, people might think that's one person, but she's talking about consistency through partnerships and that you don't take that hat off. It's not just something that you do in a role playing or like you're acting with one person. Well, that's inconsistency. Mm-hmm. That's why it's hard for some people. Yeah. And I think people who are listening to this might be really annoyed with our conversation today if they are the drama queens, Mm -hmm. if they are the people addicted to it, but say they're not or that Mm -hmm. they hate it. But actually, you know, if someone in the car turns around and says, well, that's you. No, it's not. Well, yeah, you've stayed in that job for five years and it's all drama. Or, or the job's the healthy place and that your energetic marriage is to one of your coworkers, but you stay in a significant other relationship that drains you and you have inconsistency that way. 
Any way that you describe it, I think, is very good for people to hear. Mm -hmm. So we can go back and forth giving different examples of how that works. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good, Kelly. Mm -hmm. And that we don't rush it because some people will point the finger at the other person at the dining room table or in the friend group. The woman I just saw before we sat down to record this, um, channeling for her, she's got this consistently with her business. She's got it consistently in a partnership, but she's engaged in a completely toxic relationship with a narcissistic mother who is probably in her 70s, right? right? So she's, she's elderly, but the inconsistency exists in being an adult child. Mm. Okay. As a side note, we need to do a show on the narcissistic family. Well, we need to have Nina bra- uh, back. Okay. So now that our suit... Calling an SOS. <laughs> now that our studio is set up and mm-hmm. our computers are and everything as of today is officially set. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dave. And thank you, Eric. Thank you, Jade. Oh my God. Thank you, Ed. Sean. <laughs> we could go on. There are so many people to thank. Mm-hmm. Um, that now we can have Nina come back, Mm -hmm. do some education about the narcissistic family, and then do some shows where we actually have clients with experiences so people can actually understand the dynamics of that. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's perfect. We're talking about, too, a really healthy marriage here, and we just got talking about narcissism. I'm I'm just stating that Mm -hmm. because I think people might be like, wow, we got really off track here. And and no, because we're trying to illustrate where inconsistencies exist. Yeah. And Ada is a, a beautiful person in everybody's lives around her mm-hmm. for consistency. And because of that healthy, sticky brain, so we're pointing out different things here that she's saying about her own personality to me, to be able to relate to Rachel. And Rachel is affirming that this is correct. Mm-hmm. And that this is one of the reasons why she has made this call to say, what do you get about Ada? Because Ada is saying, I've been ready to die every day because I live my life in a healthy way. I don't fear death. I don't, I don't avoid thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with my present. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I look forward to this afternoon or this evening or even my weekend. But With the consistency, there's a level of peace. There's a lack of anxiety. There is a lack of depression. And this isn't just because she's now bedridden. This is how this woman has lived a life. Mm -hmm. Now, if I think about that, I might be the Rachel, or not me personally, but I can see where people are, that could have anxiety losing her. Oh, my God. That's me. Wait now. you? Well, wait. I don't agree. I, well, you're yeah, you're giving me you're giving me stink eye, but I don't agree because she has taught these people well. She has lived it well, and Rachel has absorbed the teachings of her mentor, and as a nurse practitioner, is living it well. Mm-hmm. She will be okay. She will be the next Ada. So I'm saying it in that way. I'm not. I know you're not. So we're not disagreeing then. Well. <laughs> because that because knowing you're going to be okay doesn't necessarily eliminate anxiety. Right. I think most of us know we're going to be okay. We have the skills, the basic fundamental skills to survive as human beings. Okay. To survive the emotional pain. Hmm. And, and Ada said it where she said, I gave people the benefit of the doubt 
thinking that they wanted to fix their problems. If Rachel now lives in a world without an Ada, and these people that she wants to give the benefit of the doubt to don't want to fix their problems, Mm. don't want to engage in that kind of a life, Mm. that's where she can feel anxiety about being isolated, where her peace of sanity has left. And this is where Ada steps in and says to Rachel, hang around my room. (laughs) Rachel goes, hang around her room. Like for what? To meet the other people that like me. Mm. (laughs) And she goes, "Hmm, okay. She has a point there (laughs) because the other people that come to visit her are at this point, the people who truly love an Ada in their lives. Mm. Cool. And that each of them may be looking for each other when she leaves. Very cool. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Ada says to me, Karen, I'm ready for a new adventure. And I'm like, a new adventure like in your room? <laughs> like, are you traveling out of your body into different dimensions? Like you're talking to a shaman, so like you got to clarify here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or do you mean a new adventure as in permanently leaving this body for the for the big new ad- adventure that it's continues, yeah. that we call death? And mm-hmm. she goes, I'm ready for that one. And I said, what got you ready? She said, well, actually being here on the bed in and out and the fact that when I'm out that I got to see what the universe has out there. Mm-hmm. She well, said, it's like dipping your toe, right? It's like, okay, that's kind of fun. I'm just going to go back here for a minute. Making strange almost, as little kids do. Oh, I like that. Right? And then learning who, who the safe people are and who you like to gravitate towards or what. Yeah. So she says, so you know, when I'm in my out stages and I'm outside of my body, which they would call being sleeping or that I'm gone... Uh, for a while, she says, I w- went into different dimensions. And she says, and I can use those terms with you. And I said, you can. I'm fine with that. She says, yeah, you have to be careful about the words, eh, Karen? Yeah, people, people, including myself, get hung up on them. Yeah. And she goes, so while I'm out here, she says, you know, I decided I wanted to play in different things. I wanted to see if I could be around Rachel and see what she was doing. You know, and can I do that if I'm unconscious but can I also do that if I'm dead? So she says, so like, I'm a, I'm a curious person by nature, but I got more and more curious because when you're not fixing other people's problems, you have time on your hands. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Mm-hmm. So she goes, so I decided I was really going to venture into those things because I always wondered if somebody has cerebral palsy and they're having seizures all day and they're bedridden, where do they go? She goes, so like I said to my spirit guides, where do they go? And she, she wanted access to these things. When people are in a coma, where do they go? When people have Alzheimer's, where do they go? Mm-hmm. So she used all of this time that, and is still using all of this time. She's alive. To figure all of these things out instead of sitting in fear all the time. Or how do I hold on? How do I fight for my life? She says, I just got curious about everything. And if I felt a little twinge of fear and I thought, oh, I'm going to miss uh, Rachel, then I thought, I wonder if Rachel is in all of these other dimensions. Maybe when I'm out there poking around, I'll see if she's hanging out somewhere. Cool. And then if I find her and I know some answers, I wonder if I would be able, and I'm thinking, Ada, stop. 
you're going to be one of my spirit guides, aren't you? Because <laughs> that kind of thinking is exactly what Kelly and I look for when we're journeying mm-hmm. to help people. So you're going to be one of our spirits that can help us. Don't forget Kelly and I when you cross. Don't forget oh. us right now with what you're doing. We need to learn from you mm-hmm. so that we can help other humans and we can help in the spirit world if that's our purpose. Mm-hmm. And she says, that's fine. So I relay all this information. That's fine. Yeah, I know. You, you just have to I'll put lo- it on my to do list. Yeah, because, in the universe. It, because it's that easy when you have integrity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there is no drama involved. You just know that you say yes and you keep your commitment. No mm-hmm. stress, no anxiety, no how do I do it. Mm-hmm. Problem solving, curiosity, process, we'll get it done. And that's why I said, pick Kelly and I, please, because those are the things we want. Well, and there's a willingness, too, to be collaborative, right? Exactly. To to meet her halfway, to be curious with her, to accept and also question the things that she might say or teach us. Yeah. Yeah. And this is our work environment. Mm -hmm. These are the qualities of who you and I are and our work environment and who we want as our coworkers. So Parker, you know, he's over at your house with Eric right now, but I hope his spirit is hearing that we're giving his spirit a high five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So um, I relayed all that to Rachel, and she just loved it, Kelly. This is half an hour. She just ate all of that up. And then she says, what else have you got from Ada? You just keep going. So I said, Ada, what else do you want to tell Rachel? And she goes, well, she says, you can tell Rachel that I know that She's ready for me to cross as a nurse practitioner. She understands that she's okay. She knows the process. She knows the drugs. She knows exactly what's supposed to occur. But I understand she doesn't want to say goodbye. Hmm. And she says, so this is why I'm telling you this, because it doesn't have to be a goodbye. It's just going to be that things are going to change. And she already knows how things have changed. So we're just going to go through another change. Yeah, they just got to find another office. Exactly. Another work environment. And that's why all of this was explained in detail to her. Mm-hmm. And Rachel is just, you know, I can't see her. She's just listening on the phone. And I said, Rachel, are you good with that? She just wants it to change again. But you've got to figure this out. And she goes, I think I understand completely what you're saying. I've been dreaming about her. And she comes in my dreams and she talks to me and she answers questions about my patients. So you're telling me that She's we've got doing this. Dimensional work, yep. And I said, sweetheart, you sure do. Oh, Rachel is so lucky. Yeah. And then Ada says to me, okay, so I'm ready. And I said, oh, do you mean like you're ready to pass now? Because Rachel got the affirmations. She, this is what she needed. Yes. And she says, now, Karen, you can also tell Rachel that I love her. Mm. And I said, okay, I'll do that. I'm sure the nurse practitioner would like to hear it. And she goes, "Mm -mm 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 -mm." and I'm like, sorry. And she goes, she's my niece. Mm. She's not my nurse practitioner, but she is a nurse practitioner. And I'm like, oh. And she says, so you can now tell her that she's my niece and I have told you this. And I said, oh, it's kind of like like unfolding a little mystery. And she goes, yeah, I like stuff like that. Yeah, I, this is really neat because we have so many questions 
rightly so by clients who want to know the relationship right away. They want to know what mm-hmm. they look like right away. And it it's sometimes extremely frustrating because this is how the spirits give the information. Mm-hmm. They want you to have total accuracy about other things before they lead yeah. with the obvious one. Yep. Um, cause it ends up meaning more somehow. And, and I love when people can come in and are truly open to the process itself mm-hmm. instead of wanting things in their order where they think they know which ducks, ducks should be at the front of the line. And isn't that interesting that they think they know the order of ducks Yeah, when they may not have any of these gifts. I we might be lining up friggin' chickens instead of ducks. Well, Kelly, I was just going to give the example that if I have gentlemen come here or women to rip out my drywalling, rip up the cement, do all the renovations around the house for me, redo my roofing, and I think I know which order they're supposed to do it in, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to tell them what the structure of that wall is behind my drywalling. Mm-hmm. Like... I wouldn't even presume to think that I know better than them. Mm-hmm. And I'm floored. I'm always surprised at how many people come and think they do and then place that on us mm-hmm. and don't realize then that it's like we're now constrained. Mm-hmm. And their sessions turn out very different than the people that don't do that. Yeah. And that would be also explain why some people would leave and say, oh my God, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And someone else would say, well, you know, they were okay. I've seen better. Mm-hmm. Because they don't get the depth of the message. They don't see how it unfolds with the brilliance that the universe presents. Okay, so getting back to Ada and Rachel, um, this is the end of the session because it was a half hour. And we left it with love. Mm -hmm. We left it in the place that both women are ready. Cool. Yeah. I think that says a shit ton. Mm -hmm. That they're just both ready. Yeah, there's just so much kindness and considerateness in all of that. Mm -hmm. A lot of patience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think at the end of this, Kelly, at the end of this session... Um, I was happy to sit down, ask her for consent to do a podcast, and and be able to actually self-reflect for a while that if I really do appreciate an Ada on this planet and wish there were many, am I an Ada? Mm-hmm. And so do I just listen to the story and think, oh, that was a good story. That was a good podcast. Or are you a useless applicator? Yes. Thank you, honey. Jeez, what a great EQ question. (laughs) Well, I can answer that question. I think anyone listening can. Anyone who's had a session with you and is an honest person can answer that question. Like, yes. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. But I'm also bringing it up for other people. To not just listen to the show mm-hmm. and then go, oh, that was a great podcast or, oh, that was boring, and then go on and listen to another one or, or move on with their day, but to actually take a moment to pause and think, do I hear that I can change and I don't bother? Mm-hmm. Do I admire qualities in other people and think, oh, yeah, I, I wish I were like that and do nothing about it? Mm-hmm. Instead of being an Ada who actually thought about it and did it and just did it 
in each moment. Mm-hmm. Didn't beat herself up. Remember that sticky brain? She didn't beat herself up. She just did what she could in each moment until it became the new sticky. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about perfection. It nope. was just about improvement. That's right. Right right to the very end of her life. So that's what I would think or would want to share with people today. Mm-hmm. Is Can you think about that? Do, are you the drama queen and you, you don't want to admit that you are? Or can you admit it and actually take an action or a thought or change a pattern in your thinking? Anything. Or, or just even be honest and turn to the person beside you and admit it. Mm-hmm. I contribute to the problems in the workforce. I contribute to the problems in my home or in my marriage. Or my be- friendships. Anything. Because I am, I am not trying to change. Mm-hmm. So that, that statement that people say, well, love me for who I am. No. That, that has very low emotional intelligence value. Mm-hmm. And you can love someone for who they are because of the innate qualities or mm-hmm. abilities that you're attracted to. But that doesn't mean that you stop striving. Yeah. That's, well, that's what I'm trying to say. When you see that you can do better, you do. Mm-hmm. You don't just say, oh, I'm stubborn. This is who I am. You have to love me for who I am, I, I, you know, or whatever the negative qualities are. I'm saying that in looking at a life like Ada, mm-hmm. that when you see those qualities in yourself, the question is, what do you actually do about it? Cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, so if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at Otherwise, we're back out next Saturday morning with another podcast.